they can. So hey, just sign here. You know, we really appreciate the job her and Abby have done the last few weeks, don't we? I mean, she, she brings us in and brings us together as a people, so thank you very much. You're the Lord welcome. has really used you greatly, so thank you. Um, let's see here. We've got a lot of scriptures to cover today because this is our last week on transition. Now, how can I follow up last week? You know, the Lord moved last week and through testimony of what God has done in this church. And I, I, uh, I, I, the only way that I know how to follow up that is by giving the word of God and let the word minister because I, I'm, as a person, I'm totally incapable to follow up on what the Spirit did last week. Um, let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you, love us so much. Father, thank you that what you've done, what you did through Christ on the cross, we, are, um, we have so much to learn about what he provided, so much to gain. And Father, that means we need to transition into more trust in you, more trust in our understanding of your word, transition, transition into more dependency upon you. So, Father, as we look at your word, I pray, Father, that it does what I cannot do, Father, I, as a mere man. Father, I pray that any words that I say in my flesh are canceled out. But, Father, only that's spoken through the power of your spirit and your word remain to minister into the hearts of your people. I ask it in the name of the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Okay. Um, that's okay. Daniel 2. Do we have that slide up there? Can you hear me okay? Does everybody hear me all right? All right. All right. Very good. Now let's review this verse because we've been, this has been our, our fundamental verse, foundational verse as we've been teaching over the past three weeks. And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which will never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever, inasmuch as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it broke into pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold. The great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after this. The dream is certain, and its interpretation is sure. Now, we've discussed about what that little, well, not little stone, but what the stone is, can you have the picture, strikes that statue is the kingdom of God. And that kingdom of God is made up of God's presence and God's people. And when God rules and reigns, things are sure and they're foundational. And they can't be moved. That's the most powerful thing possible is God's reign in his kingdom. Nothing can stand against it. So here we are. We're living in all these different uh, time periods that this statue represents. And we're right now in the feet. You notice the rocks or the kingdom strikes the feet. That's where we are right now. And so the world as we know it is this last form of kingdom that's going to exist on the earth prior to Christ's kingdom coming to rule. 
that's exciting. But that also means we have a lot of work to do, a lot of responsibility ahead of us. Everybody agree? And the one thing we want to do when we move is we want to move with his kingdom, with his governing influence, and with his power. Is that not true? And one way that we can tell that the spirit works is finding out what does he do. If we can see out here what he's doing, then we know he's working, right? But if we can't identify what's what, then it's hard to tell when he's working. And one of the ways to make the difference is how we, what we meditate on and what we focus on. I'd like for you to take out your handout. And you're going to see two kingdoms on here in comparison. One is the kingdom of darkness on the left side, the world system. That's the statue. And then you're going to see the kingdom of light, the kingdom of God, in words that represent it on the right side. That's the rock striking the feet. So if you look at this, you're going to see words on the right side like truth, unity, love, joy, peace. That's what strikes the statue. And the statue is made of, of strife, fractions, divisions, dissensions, hatred. Joy, peace, love is of the spirit, much more powerful than that of anything else known on this earth. Any kingdom, it will overcome. Love, joy, peace. You can just go right down that list real quick and, and look at it. Now, if you'll do me a favor and fold your piece of paper over, kind of just fold it in half so you'll only see one side of it. Does, by the way, does everybody have one of these? Is there anybody that does not have one? We're going to teach off it. Okay. Now I want you to turn the side that says the darkness, the kingdom of darkness to you. And take a look at that. And the verse I want to share with you is 1 John 5.19. And it says, we know that we are God's children if the whole world lies under the misery and influence of the evil one. Now take a look at your little slip there and look down through and think about what that scripture is saying. We know that we are God's children, which is the opposite side, but on this side it says, the whole world lies under the misery and influence of the evil one. Now, what do we hear every day, all day long when we turn on the news? Which side of your little thing do we hear? The sway of the world, don't we? Yeah. The influence of the evil one. And we meditate on that. And when we get together, what do we talk about usually is what's going on in the world, how evil it is, and what the sickness and disease. And that's what we talk about. We, we focus on that side. And you know what happens, and this is really true, Scripture says where our heart is, that's what we're going to follow after. Where our mind is, that's what we're going to follow after. So if our mind is focused on this kingdom of darkness and listening to the news and all of its we're going to walk around going And is that attractive to the world? No, no, no. So when we had that move of the youth movement that we had when they came in that Diane talked about last week, what did they respond to? Did they respond to the or did they respond to the other side, which is full of life and happiness and joy? They saw something they wanted. 
didn't they? That's who are, we are to be. So really, as his people, we need to do whatever we have to do to turn off the blah and turn on the flow of goodness of the power of the Holy Spirit so that when we walk around people, we're spilling out love, joy, hope, peace. And you know what else we can do? We can show them where we got it from. And when we show them where we got it from, what will happen to our community? What will happen to our church? This is transition. Transitioning, changing our mind from one place to another. Now, we're going to go through a whole bunch of scriptures real quick. I'm not going to preach hardly at all. I just want to go through scriptures and let them wash over you. And keep in mind, what we're looking at is transition of going from one place, the kingdom of darkness, which if you show that next slide, that's that statue. That's the world governments. And we're going to compare the two sides as we read these scriptures. You're going to probably see two sides being represented in most of these scriptures. And you're going to hear what God's telling us through these scriptures. Okay? So let's look at the first one, Ephesians 2, 2 through 7. It wasn't that long ago that you lived in the religion, customs, and values of this world, obeying the dark ruler of the earthly realm, who fills the atmosphere with, atmosphere with his authority and works diligently in the hearts of those who are disobedient to the truth of God. The corruption that was in us from birth was expressed through the deeds and desires of our self-life. We lived by whatever natural cravings and thoughts our minds dictated, living as rebellious children, subjects to God's wrath like everyone else. What side is that? World, isn't it? That's exactly what he's describing to us. Here we are, over here in this kingdom of darkness, divisions, fractions, strife. By the way, churches operate in this. Have you noticed that? Divisions, separations. We're one kingdom. We're, well, I'm not going to preach it. We'll hear it. Okay? We'll let the God's word do the work. But this is the side that that scripture is talking about. Now watch. It's going to flip. But God still loved us with great love. Now it's going to flip over. He is so rich in compassion and mercy. Even when we were dead and doomed to our many sins, he united us in the very life of Christ and saved us by his wonderful grace. He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and as we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm, for we are now co-seated as one with Christ. What side are we on? The kingdom of light. Isn't that cool? I mean, I get excited over this stuff. That's really cool what he's done for us. Throughout the coming ages, we will be, be the visible display of the infinite limitless riches of his grace and kindness which he showered upon us in Jesus Christ. That's all these things we see under the kingdom of light. That's all ours. It's all he's given us. Sure, that's Ephesians 2, 2 through 7. You're welcome. Thank you for asking. Okay. Let us go to Colossians 1. I think it's the next slide, right? 1, 13 through 14. He has rescued us completely from the tyrannical rule of darkness. Wow. He's rescued us from that 
wicked worldly statue system and he has translated us what's that transition this is something he's already done and we are now in our mind just beginning to grasp what he's done and allow that to filter into our life and change our physical being back over to that original intent of this we're slowly moving in our transition but in the spiritual aspect it's done it's completed hallelujah we're just our, our, our bodies and our lives are just catching up yeah. as we stay focused okay and did I finish that in the kingdom realm of his beloved son for in for in the son all our sins are canceled all that on the left side all that statue has been in our lives have been completely ripped out and we have the release of redemption through his very blood hallelujah Galatians 5:16 As you yield freely and fully to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of yourself. Self-life. Yeah, I forgot that last word hyphen, huh? Good catch, teacher. So, what does this say to you? As you yield freely and fully the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. What is that telling you? Yeah, I do want an answer. Where's my answer? Yeah. And it's a choice moment by moment. It's the way we respond. What are we going to respond? Are we going to respond with the right side? Or are we going to respond with the left side? Which one are we going to respond with? Are we going to respond with, Oh, I hit you on the punch up, strife, division. Ah! Or are we going to respond with, I love you. I'm sorry I caused you to stumble. I don't want you to feel bad. How can I help you? Whatever way we respond, we're responding in a spirit. And when we respond in the right side, the kingdom of God, we're responding with his spirit. So this is telling us, as we freely meditate and yield to this right side, we'll abandon the left side of this list that's on here. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Galatians 5, 19 through 25. The cravings of this self-life are obvious. Sexual immorality lustful thoughts, pornography, chasing after things instead of God, manipulating others, hatred of those who get in your way, senseless arguments, resentment when others are favored, tamper, temper tantrums, angry quarrels, only thinking of yourself, being in love with your own opinions, being envious of the blessings of others, murder, uncontrolled addictions, wild parties, and all other similar behavior. Wow, that's that list of that dark side. That's that statue. And boy, I tell you what, if anybody is sitting here inside this church that says, I don't have a struggle with anything on that list, <laughs> I'm going to say, you're not human. Because <laughs> we are all struggling with things on the list. But as the verse just before us said, as we focus 
on the right side or the kingdom of God, those attributes of the kingdom of God and allow his spirit to work through us, pornography will drop off. Uh, chasing after things instead of God will drop off because there's nothing more glorious and wonderful in our life than the list of things on that right side. I mean, I, I, I understand why Jesus Christ died on the cross now because he wanted me to have all this stuff on the right side. That's worth dying for for the joy set before me and endure the cross. This is the joy set before us. Haven't I already warned you that those who use their freedoms for the things that will not... Let me reread that. Haven't I already warned you that those who use their freedom for these things will not inherit the kingdom realm of God? Their minds focused on the wrong governmental system. And he's warning us, get out of that system. Get out of that statue and get into the rock that strikes the statue. He's telling us now, abandon it. But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions, which is on our right side, right? Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. Keep in mind that we who belong to Jesus, the anointed one, have already experienced crucifixion, for everything connected with our self-life was put to death on the cross and crucified with the Messiah. We must live in the Holy Spirit and follow after him. Basically, what's that saying? saying to get rid of those things we see listed on the kingdom of darkness on our little thing here and pursue after the things of the kingdom of God that's of the spirit of God on the right side. I'm telling you guys, we, we are a powerful group of people when we flow with the spirit. There is nothing, nothing that can oppose us or stand against us when we flow with the spirit. He has nothing in common with us. James 4, 7. So then, surrender to God. Stand up to the devil and resist him, and he will turn away from you. He will turn and run away from you. We've heard that verse a lot, right? And I'm hoping that as we talk about transitioning, getting rid of the governments of this world and its mindset and how it tells us to live, like we hear on TV all the time, and get over into the kingdom of God and let him rule us and tell us how to live, I'm hoping you see the reality of that so that when we surrender to the right side, the spirit of God, and we stand up to the devil and say, no, we're not going to give in to strife. No, we're not going to give in to discord. No, we're not going to give in to the sins of self-life. You will see the devil turn and run from you. And that's what we want, isn't it? We don't like his irritating picking after us, trying to make us think we're less than who we are. We don't like that. Or give us less than what Christ died for us. 1 Peter 2.9. Are you seeing transition here? How we're moving from one kingdom belief system to another kingdom of belief system? Another way of living to another way of living? From one mindset to a different mindset? Transition? 1 Peter 2.9. But you, all of you, are a chosen generation. You 
are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. God doesn't see us as Baptists, Catholics, Methodists. He doesn't see that stuff. He sees those people who are truly dedicated to him, living out of the right side, giving their life to him. Those are who he's talking about right here, right? You're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. His own special people, that's who you are. That you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Ooh, you guys are special. You've been transitioned out of normalcy into greatness. Priests, kings of our Lord's nation. Wow. The, translation, the Passion Translation says it this way. But you are God's chosen treasure, priest, who are kings in a spiritual nation set apart as God's devoted ones. He called you out of darkness to experience his marvelous light. And now he claims you as his very own. He did this so that you would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. Isn't that cool? We're living out of the right side. We've got a lot to share with this world that listens to the TV, don't we? Amen? How about 1 Thessalonians 1, 4 through 5? Dear brothers and sisters, you are dearly loved by God. And we know that he has chosen you to be his very own. For our gospel came to you not merely in the form of words, but in mighty power, infused with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. Surely you remember how we lived our lives transparently before you to encourage you. So we are to live lives transparent before him, before, you, for, before other people. And that transparency shows that, yeah, we were in the left side, but now we are children of God. We are his very special people. We are priests. Priests, what do priests do? Don't priests bring people into unity with God? Don't they call them in and put them in a right position before God? That's our job. That's why we are ministering to people, to bring them into a right position before God. That's our job. That's your job. So you thought it was only the pastor's job that stood up behind the pope. <laughs> it's not. It's your job. It's my job. It's all. We're all equal in this thing here. We're all trying to get more people transitioning, not just from one item on the left side to the next. Follow what I'm saying? We don't want people transitioning from spiritual darkness into more fleshly things and then transition from more fleshly things into more gods and transition from more gods to more lies. We don't want that. And that's what the world does. They transition from one problem to another problem to another problem. And what we want them to do is transition from the problem to the solution, right? Amen. We're different. We're unique. We're special. I mean, when I get around new people and God's people, I get excited because I know who you are. And you, I just want to be around you, you know? Okay, so summary. 
We live in a statue. The United States is part of the statue. We can go back to that next slide. I think it's, uh, I think it's back to the Daniel. Is that right? Yeah, Daniel, two verses there. We're there. That's where we are. That's where our bodies are. That's where the United States is. It's in the statue. And that's where everything around us is. But you are not there. Do not let your eyes deceive you. You, if you put your trust and faith in Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross by shedding his blood for your sins, everything you used to do on the left side, you're no longer there. You're on the right side. You're the rock that strikes it. That's who you are. You're no longer part of the statue. Now, you may be walking around as a body in this world system, but you are not of this world system, and you do not promote this world system. It's not part of us anymore. That's not who we are. We've been born again, and we renew our minds to who we are, which is that right side. We are the rock that strikes the nation. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you very much for your word that just so clearly tells us who we are and so clearly sets us on the right path. And Father, I know there's people here that may have felt like they've been paying too much attention to the left side. They've been paying too much attention to the news, too much attention to the world and who they say they are. And Father, I know there are people here who do that. Father, I know that I've tempt, been tempted to do that, and periodically my mind, my eyes, take me off into the, from the kingdom that I, I am truly a part of and gets me tangled up into this world system. Father, right now, in our hearts, we repent from that. We want a move of your spirit. We want everything on, the, on that list of the kingdom of light to pour out in our lives and pour out on this church, and to pour out into this community. And Father, we know that the only way we can do it is if we transition our minds and our heart and our soul into the kingdom of light where you were, your word clearly says you have put us. So Father, over this next week, over the next two weeks, three weeks, Father, I pray that our, we will switch our minds and our hearts into your kingdom of light. And we will focus on all the goodness and all the glory that you have for us through the power of your spirit. And Father, as we do that and we begin to see more and more and more of, and begin to really believe what your kingdom of light has for us to offer us and has given us, may our hearts be so sensitive and so sympathetic for those on the left side, not judgmental but that we reach out and show them the kingdom of your marvelous light and the hope we have in it. I ask in Jesus' precious name, amen. Diane.